Evening Edition is brought to you by Squarespace, the all-in-one platform that makes it fast and easy to create a beautiful website for your next project. With hundreds of customizable settings, including fonts, colors, and sizes, every Squarespace site can be made to look unique with just a few clicks. It all starts at just $8 a month and includes a free domain name with a year's purchase. Start your free trial and get 10% off all plans by going to squarespace.com and using the offer code EE8. Welcome to Evening Edition for Monday, August 12th. Here are some of today's headlines. The Justice Department moves to end mandatory minimum sentences for drug offenders. Israel announces plans to release 26 Palestinian prisoners ahead of the next round of peace talks. Militants attack a natural gas terminal in Yemen. A top Nazi war crime suspect has died while awaiting trial in Hungary. And new research may explain how sleep loss can lead to increased weight gain. In today's news, U.S. Attorney General Eric Holder called for significant changes to the criminal justice system and how it handles low-level, nonviolent drug offenders. This comes at a time when the federal prison system is overextended and extremely costly. Federal prosecutors will be ordered to file charges without specifying the quantity of drugs involved. This would allow judges to use discretion in sentencing and avoid 5- to 10-year sentences for minor offenses. Holder also voiced support for diverting people to drug treatment and community service programs and allowing prisons to release elderly, nonviolent offenders. The Justice Department's announcement builds on three related bills that were recently introduced in Congress. One would allow judges to sentence offenders below the minimum sentencing guidelines if they chose. The second would retroactively extend a 2010 law that decreased the gap between crack and cocaine sentences. And the third would allow early release for low-level offenders. The office of Israeli Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu has announced details of the 26 long-term Palestinian prisoners that Israel will release as part of a deal to resume peace talks with the Palestinian Authority later this week. The prisoners are set to be released on Tuesday, which would give time for legal challenges by victims' families, who were given advanced warning of their impending release. 14 of the prisoners will be returned to the Gaza Strip, while 12 will go to the West Bank. Eight were already due to be released within the next three years, with another two due for release in the next six months. The decision was made at a meeting attended by the Israeli Defense, Justice, and Science Ministers, as well as the head of the country's prison and security services. Prior to the announced releases, Palestinian officials had accused Israel of attempting to sabotage the latest peace talks, after Israel approved construction on 1,200 new homes in one contested settlement. According to a Yemeni official, suspected al-Qaeda militants killed five Yemeni soldiers in their sleep during an attack on the country's only liquefied natural gas export terminal. The terminal was said to be one of two targets that al-Qaeda had been plotting to attack. The plant had previously been targeted in a failed car bombing in June, but the car exploded before reaching the terminal and killed only its driver. Yemen is a U.S. ally, but it's also home to al-Qaeda in the Arabian Peninsula, which is currently the most active branch of the terrorist network. Last week, Yemeni officials reportedly foiled plans for a large-scale, multi-site al-Qaeda attack, and the U.S. has been carrying out more and more drone strikes in Yemen to target members of the terrorist group. 
Laszlo Chitari, a 98-year-old Hungarian national awaiting trial for war crimes, has died from pneumonia in Budapest. He topped the Simon Wiesenthal Center's list of alleged Nazi war criminals, and according to Hungarian prosecutors, was actively involved in the deportation of Jews from Hungarian ghettos to Nazi concentration camps. Prosecutors argued that the former police officer, quote, regularly beat the interned Jews with his bare hands and whipped them with a dog whip, regardless of their sex, age, or health, end quote. He was originally sentenced to death for his crimes by a court in Czechoslovakia in 1948, but managed to escape to Canada, where he lived and worked as an art dealer, before being stripped of his citizenship and returning to Hungary in the 1990s. He remained undisturbed until 2011, when prosecutors began investigating him based on information made available by the Wiesenthal Center. And finally, new research is shedding light on the link between sleep loss and increased weight gain. A new study published in the journal Nature Communications showed that even a single night of sleep deprivation could impact the way our brains react to high-calorie junk foods. Study participants coming off a poor night's sleep showed stronger responses to fattening foods in the area of the brain that's linked to the motivation to eat. There were also marked reductions in activity in the frontal cortex, where rational decision-making takes place. Dr. Kenneth Wright is an expert sleep researcher who is not involved in the study, and he called the findings exciting. He said, quote, There's something that changes in our brains when we're sleepy that's irrespective of how much energy we need. The brain wants more, even when the energy need has been fulfilled. Miranda Mulligan is Evening Edition's Editor-in-Chief. Our team of writers includes Julia Holloman, Ash Ponders, Philippe Mara Mendoza, and Celine Muzon. Go to muleradio.net for links to the stories from this episode, or read our editions from New York, San Francisco, London, and Paris at evening-edition.com. I'm Angela Kilduff. And I'm Tom Carmony. Our podcast is distributed by the Mule Radio Syndicate. Evening Edition is brought to you each weekday by Mule Design Studio. Thanks for joining us.